better go. No, my lean baby, strange to see, and all that nothing, it belongs to me. And though she may be scrawny, she's okay, because I wouldn't want her any other way. And she's so skinny, she's so drawn. When she stands sideways, you would think that she's gone. When she calls me baby, I feel fine to think she's frantically, romantically mine. I chased her and I caught her. Then a diamond ring I bought her. Here the diamonds shine, the ring is so fine. But here is a twist, she wears it right on her wrist. My lean baby, she's so slim. All right, welcome to podcast number 149 of the Texas Hemp Show. As the weather cools here in Central Texas, it is the 2nd of November, the Day of the Dead of the Day. The Day of the Dead, Rachel, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good to see you make it up from the wild and wacky traffic of Austin. Yes, it was. But you made it, and you're here safely. I'm here. Good, good. Did my makeup in the car? Oh, did you? (laughs) While driving, but it's okay. I was safe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are going to do our 149th podcast this week here, and we just um, are. This is our first show since Halloween, so we're now into the month of November. Weather's starting to cool. We've got uh, the. Uh, day one of the Texas Hemp Harvest Festivals tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We we will be loading in our um, our booth over there. I guess on um, noon tomorrow is when we come in there and get get started and get settled in. And then um, the events tomorrow go. Well, let me see. Is that in here? Yeah. Let me look at here. I think it goes until nine. I want to say. Yeah, like that's five right. To nine. It's five to nine tomorrow. But we've got to load in and get our booth set up. Um, around uh, noon, and uh, so we're we're going to be setting up there early in the day there. But then, um, and then in the second day, it does start earlier at noon and goes all the way to nine p.m. on Saturday. So we're um, when we get done with sh- the show today, literally Carl and I are going to be packing up and putting stuff into the truck, getting getting things ready uh, for the. Uh, or the fun tomorrow. <laughs> so, um, anyways, uh, I guess we can talk a little bit about. Uh, oh, here I want to share with the, everybody what we're going to share with everyone tomorrow. This is this is something special that we did with the edition um, this week. We printed a, a, a another issue of the of the Hemp Reporter, but we we went with kind of an old the old this is what we call an old tabloid format right here and so i've got a november issue it's very big you know austin chronicle tabloid mm-hmm. size and we've done them like these before i haven't printed one something i haven't done this since texas sports monthly in 2018 uh so it's been a, yeah. a, a while but i just wanted to see what this looks like and and, and, and you know just see what people think of it but this is the uh, november issue are we a monthly now we are looking at monthly. <laughs> okay, this okay. is this is what we're unleashing for perhaps maybe uh, January. Okay. So if I can get this done in in November and then prove to myself that we can have no 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 hinges fall off the rails between now and <laughs> December third or second, then we may be able to 
do this monthly. We did this format right here for many years, you know, as a monthly publication. We were like this uh, when you and I met mm -hmm. in 2011 or so. We were doing a, a tabloid format like this. It's, um, you know, much bigger. I think it's easier to read in a lot of ways. It's not as nice and fancy as, as this product. And you could put this one back up there, Carl, where you can see them. You know, the glossy one is certainly nicer. Um, and I've always wanted to do the glossies, but I started my publishing career doing these these tabloids. But and that newsprint, there's something about that kind of paper that's kind of well, nice. especially when you when you print it on hemp. Oh, okay, cool, even better. And that's Mo Montserrat on the front. It is Mo. That's what I thought. In fact, that's <laughs> that's uh, yeah. There's an interview with Mo in here, and there's a uh, a company that prints on a uh, hemp. Uh, they're so out cool. of Oregon. Hemp paper, packaging, printing, design, uh, reimagining paper as we explore well, the world of hemp paper with Hemp Press Company and their CEO, uh, Matt Glyer. That's up very in Oregon. On brand. So that's How, Where'd you find it? I just was looking around, seeing if something is out there like this. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, 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 there, here's the uh, Moe's article, though, and this should. This was uh, pictures. I sent Steve Dement out to take pictures of, of uh, Mo out there and the guys a few weeks ago out there at Dreadnick Wednesday. Yes. I so, love going out there on Wednesday at Flamingo Cantina. This is different. This is definitely different, but um, it's got some cool, um, you know, all the same great information is in here, but it just looks a little a little different there with the, the this format, Carl. And, of course, Mo and the Mau Mau Chaplains will be performing at the Texas Hemp Harvest Yeah, Festival. and I think what's going to be cool is I think we need to take, like, some gold or silver pins mm -hmm. out to the show tomorrow because he's playing tomorrow night. And I think if we had, like, some of those silver Sharpies, mm -hmm. you could get oh, Mo to yeah, sign all of these. that's a good idea. These are most going to be popular tomorrow night. <laughs> nice. We're going to have these all over the place over there. So it uh, should be a, a lot of fun. And, and uh and see what we'll get, get some feedback. See what people think of this one. Both editions will be there on our table at our booth. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what people think. So anyway, let's bring in our guest. Uh, joining us this week on the program is our, one of our uh, THC uh, uh, submissions from the summertime. We had a few months back. We all did our our drink. Uh, uh, we had our beverage contest for THC, mm -hmm. and so we had, and a young man came into my office here and looked around and wanted to say hi and then introduce himself, and and he came in right when we were submitting in for our beverages at the time, and so bringing in uh, our guest this week is John Siegler from uh, the Dank Beverage Company, and, and Dank Edibles is actually the name of the business, and, and let's say hi to, to John. How are you, John? Welcome to the program, man. How you doing, Russell? Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. We uh, uh glad to have you on here. We wanted to get you a chance to talk a little bit about your brand. But, um, yeah, man, uh, you came in, I guess it was maybe in late July, mid-July, and, and you got in right at the last minute to submit your beverage uh, with all of the many carbonated beverages, Rachel, that we have, you know, here and, and we've been – you know, doing all the we did that a few st stories a few months ago, but uh, John's was not carbonated; it was a lemonade, and it was very popular and and uh, came in first place in the uh, THC challenge for beverages earlier this year. So, congratulations on that, John. G good for you, man. 
Uh, thanks, man. And if you re recall the conversation, um, <clears throat> I didn't just walk in. Remember, I called you. Oh, is that right? It was. Yeah, I was in the car and I <laughs> called you and I said, hey, I want to give you a gift. Because it was like 105 degrees. That day. You were like, gift. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, let me bring you some lemonade. You were like, dude, get over here. And that's how we met. And you told me about the com uh, the contest. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And you came over. He did call me before he came over. And then when he came over, he absolutely, Rachel, had no idea at all that we were having a beverage uh, competition. Oh, no. At all, he had no clue. He just he picked up some magazines. He's, he, you know, he sells his uh, uh, lemonades around town here in Austin and throughout the state at, at store owners. Mm -hmm. And so he's, you know, trying to get uh, the stores to purchase the lemonade. So he's picked up some magazines over the, you know, over the course of his time out there marketing his product so nice. he came in to say hi to us and had no idea we were doing the beverage uh, but needless to say he submitted got it in and then when we had all the guys uh, blind taste tested um there with texas a&m with our friend clayton up there at uh, chill and mm -hmm. um, he they all voted for the best tasting and effectiveness of the uh, feeling uh, but mostly, I think I think you really got it on taste and flavor and everything there, John. So, and it might be because you know it was summertime and so refreshing. Who doesn't love? Well, lemonade? who doesn't love <laughs> lemonade? I mean, that's really I think a real key for you, John, is that you've got uh, you know the lemonade, man. That's that's a lot different than uh, you know these other uh, beverages that we've had, uh, and many of these others taste great, and I like the flavors of a lot of them. Um, but none of them were lemonade, so that really gave John an edge. Thank you. Thank you. I think that comes from, uh, to be honest, comes from being bootstrapped <laughs> and not having a lot of capital at the time. Mm -hmm. Because for me to try to make a carbonated drink, I would need like a coal packer, manufacturing, you know, all this mass distribution. And I was this guy with a small commercial kitchen, <laughs> just like, can I make a lemonade that I think tastes good and that hits good? Mm -hmm. And um, from there, I bottled it up and just tried to sell it. <laughs> yeah. You know? so, um, well, I was no thrilled. Science. I was thrilled for you that you got the number one slot on that because that, I think it's, you know, like the underdog, you yeah. know, you know, he, he's, you know, David Goliath scenario. <laughs> There's a lot of bigger companies that submitted for their drinks and many of them are much bigger operations and all of that but uh, john got in under the last minute and and submitted his lemonade and and everybody voted for it that that did the voting up there at texas a&m university so congratulations um thanks again well what's going on with you now have you been getting the stores can you talk about where the your your reach is or your availability is have you been doing i noticed you know you've been supporting our uh, operation with some um, ads that have been running in the magazine i've noticed the last few months so what uh what, what what's kind of what's been your experience with uh, marketing and getting the brand out there to other stores in the last few months yeah um so it's been man it's it's been growing uh faster than i thought um <clears throat> when i met you i think back in uh, june or late june early july um uh, I think we were in eight stores and at the time I was still selling door to door. Right. So we had no wholesale, no distribution. It was just me driving around trying to make something happen. And then, uh, up until now we had a, a large purchase order from a wholesaler in town 
mm-hmm. uh, for thousands of units. Um, we signed on a co-packer now, to, so now we'll be uh, mass producing the product instead of me, uh, you know, putting on labels and doing everything myself. I think the first 2,000 bottles I bottled and labeled myself. <laughs> uh, you know, just just by my hands still burn from, from <laughs> the caps, from closing the caps one by one, right? It's just you do what you have to do. Right. Yes. But uh, but yeah, now we're getting like large distribution. Um, we're in over 25 stores in Austin, not to mention the wholesaler that we just signed on, which he's going to put us in 350 stores. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot of exciting things happening right now. Uh, well, so well, stay that's, on the lookout. Well, that's just great, man. Yeah, there, there's uh, the article that was in the magazine uh, that Carl has up on the screen there. Um, Texas THC Challenge Top 10 Beverages in the Lone Star State. Number one was the Dank Lemonade. And what flavor is the purple one? That was the uh, blueberry. No, so so that's the blue raspberry. Blue keep raspberry. In mind, mm-hmm. if, if you look at everyone else's packaging, right, it looks superb. <laughs> if you look at ours, it looks like, like someone just you know, went to the store and put some stuff together. And that's exactly what I did. Um, that's great, though. What a story. That's exactly what I did because I didn't have... I didn't have money. I just had a dream and I knew that I can make it like in terms of, I can make the product. Um, to give you a little context, my background is software development. And so what I learned in software was you build what's called an MVP, a minimum viable product. So the whole purpose is to build something quick that's functional and get it out there and see what the market says before you spend a lot of money on it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I found some bottles on Amazon, I went to Office Depot down the street to make the labels, and then I made my lemonade formula in the commercial kitchen that I rent. So all that cost me less than like 600 bucks. And so, yeah, so, so <laughs> but from now, from then to now, our product is way different. You know, uh, the logo oh, yes. is different, it's, it's vinyl now, so oh, yeah. water can actually be on the bottle and it won't dissolve, right. or deteriorate. <laughs> you yeah, know, you- but it's just, you go through it. Well, you you uh, you had some challenges too. There was some weather that we got, and 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 you had some inventory that you that you ended up losing, and just all of the little hangups that can happen for a business owner. Uh, John had a couple of those, but you you persevered, and uh, now you're getting. You know that's what I see all the time when you look at um, MSNBC, Rachel. If you guys are fans of. Um, uh, the profit or shark tank, they always have these business owners that go through this, um, scaling process very mm-hmm. often. And, 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 and you got to get the, the co-packer and then you've got to get, you know, the, the distribution and the wholesaler. And, uh, I've seen John go through this here in the last like six months really quickly, man. And so, uh, you're at that level where you're starting to, uh, get to the co-packer and, and, uh, and, and you're starting to take off. What are you doing for new product development? Is there anything? Tell us about the flavors that you have now as we got that up. We can share that on screen. Uh, but tell us about these flavors and then some other products that you have in mind. Yeah. So the first flavor I came out with was the original lemonade, the yellow version. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the first dispensary I actually got into was on 420. So... That was very interesting for me. Uh, on 420, they launched my product in their store, mm. and I had the normal lemonade, and it was doing fine. But I had a buddy who works at another smoke shop who recommended a blue raspberry, 
because uh, I was trying to get my lemonade in his shop. He was like, dude, if you come out with a blue raspberry, you'd have something. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. So <laughs> nice. I went home and made something. A week later, I had a blue raspberry. Now, Russell, you know me. Everything for me started at my local gym. Mm-hmm. So because right. I work out every morning. So I went to my gym, made like 20 bottles and gave them out to the homies. That's why I call, you know, my homies. And they were like, dude, oh, my God, you know, you got to sell this stuff, you know. And so we went from the original to the blue raspberry. Uh, it's our number one seller still today, the blue Raz. Um, but then when I got into these shops, I started looking at uh, one day I went to 7-Eleven and saw Gatorade and how they had multiple flavors. And I was like, we at least need four flavors. And so I was like, well, I went on Google and uh, looked up what are the top lemonade flavors and strawberry lemonade came up and peach lemonade. And I was like, well, we need to make that infused. So that's what I did. And so now we have the original blue raspberry, strawberry, and the peach uh, flavor. I want to try the strawberry. I know. Yeah, the strawberry is... uh, the strawberry is like the second man. I wouldn't be surprised another month. It is our top seller. Oh, really? People love that strawberry, man. Yeah, it's I like, haven't. I have only had the lemonade and the and the blue raspberry. The blue, the blue. Mm-hmm. So, um, I need to get uh, some of the uh, try these new the peach and the strawberry flavors. Mm-hmm. I have not tried those yet. So those are ah, no problem. Those no are problem. Uh, hint, wink, wink. You can drop me some of those off anytime, John. <laughs> no, <laughs> or no just problem. let me know where you have them. You know, uh, what's? Can you shout out some of the stores that are in the Austin or even the Round Rock area? We're in Round Rock. Where, where can we find them around Austin? Yeah. So the closest to you is a company, Row Piece CBD. Oh yes. Uh, they're yep. located at Hester's Crossing, right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, they have, ah, right now they have three stores. They just opened a fourth store, uh, and they're opening two more by the end of the year. And um, we sell a lot of product in there, uh, thanks to Ropey CBD. But you can go there and talk to my guy, KO, who, who's like the GM in there, and uh, he'll hook you up. Yeah, um, Ropey's was, was part of our Round Rock CBD crawl that we just did, where we had a couple of stores we profiled. So that was one of the ones I just thought I'd uh, uh, jump on top of that there. Where else can we find you? You can find us in Pinnacle Essentials. Uh, mm-hmm. They have two stores, one in Cedar Park, one in Georgetown. Uh, we're in Indo uh, Wellness. That's on Parmer. That's the first dispensary that gave me opportunity. I still thank them to this day. Um, mm-hmm. They're right down the street from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at Wizard Hat Smoke Shop. I think mm-hmm. they have three locations. Oh, I've seen uh, that. Not, Wizard Hat. Uh, they have one on the yeah. east side. I drove by. Yep, east side. Yeah. Yep. East side, <laughs> um, Pecan Street. And one on Palmer, not far from Ropey CBD that's near my house and Indo that's near my house. Um, we're at High Society Relief. They're in Tinseltown. Uh, I'm thinking of all the ones closest to you. Um, yeah, no, that's great, man. It's probably one or two I'm missing. Well, most probably, I would think that most stores would take you if you just show up with this product and, and especially showing them the number one THC beverage in Texas, the Texas article, that's always a good thing to, to be able to show. Um, but uh, you're having good success getting them picked up in the area that you're in, which is here in, in the North Austin and Austin area. That's correct. Uh, but I wouldn't say it, it, it's been easy getting them <laughs> in the stores, mm-hmm. uh, primarily because it's a beverage. And if you look at the data compared to a uh, smokable vape and beverages, uh, the smokables are more common and popular. So mm-hmm. 
when a consumer goes to a dispensary, they're looking for the smokable stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, beverages are like an afterthought. Uh, but slowly what we've been doing is, is people have been going to dispensaries primarily for our beverages. And I tell people this, you know, like everyone eats and drinks, but everyone doesn't smoke. And so it's a matter of time until you start seeing the market change from people wanting smokables to only consuming uh, uh, cannabis via eating it or drinking it. Um, so it hasn't hasn't been easy even to this day, being in the magazine. Uh, you remember at the time, Russell, you've seen it. Mm -hmm. I was using lemon juice mm -hmm. not too long ago. Well, lemon juice has a short shelf life, um, only 30 days, to be honest with you. And so business owners were very cautious of that. Mm -hmm. They're like, ah, we don't know if we want to carry this and we can't move it, you know, right away. Mm -hmm. And um, so they, they had reservations. But now um, from that incident I had in the commercial kitchen where I lost all of my product, we converted to more of a lemon juice powder, which gives us longer shelf life, still tastes the same. Um, and now we have a cold packer, which is giving us almost two years shelf life. Oh, so wow. it will be easier now in the future, but last few months, the magazine has definitely helped. It's given us a lot of uh, leverage, a lot mm -hmm. of muscle. Mm -hmm. um, now, again, I told my team, I didn't expect uh, business owners to call us. We still have to take action, but we now have this extra muscle yeah. as leverage. Yeah. And it's helped a lot. It's helped a lot. Well, that's really, that's really exciting. And, you know, the thing is, is you had uh, um, when we have challenges with our businesses as small business owners, you've got to, you know, innovate and pivot into this or do that. And, and um, uh, yeah, you lost some inventory and that wasn't really, he didn't get into that until a lot of depth. He probably doesn't need to, but you know, when you have a challenge and you lose some inventory, it ended up you pivoting into this co-packer and, and now this is, I think going to really help your business as you, uh, you know, make this move to scale uh, here for 2024, John. I agree. I agree. This year, it's been a lot of pivots I've had to make. Um, from the very beginning, when I was, um, what people don't know is this business started with muffins. Um, and so that's something a lot of people think is beverages. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Rachel. You got just, something? I was going to ask you, though, what made you want to get into the cannabis space? Um, because you said you have your backgrounds in software engineering. So that's just mm -hmm. like, you know, how do you make that pivot? Mm -hmm. um, well, number one, I'm a consumer, <laughs> right? So I've, been consuming it, so I've been consuming it for a long time. Um, but number two, what happened was last year, and this be really not too long, but I was, uh, everyone knows I'm a gym guy. I love the sauna. Uh, I do two hours a day in the sauna. That's my love. And one day I'm in the sauna. This is last November near Thanksgiving. And this gentleman walks in and we start talking about edibles and um, he starts saying how he makes edibles. And I was very interested. So I was like, Hey, you know, I'll, I'll buy some off you. And um, other guys in the sauna wanted some, but he didn't, he just, he's a very low key guy. He just didn't want to sell them. So he said no to everybody. But I saw that he had six customers in like 30 seconds. And so I went home and I was like, Okay, if I were to try to do a, uh, uh, an edibles business here, what do I have to get in, uh, get ready legally? Like, what do I have to get in place legally? And mm -hmm. first, I saw I had to get manufacturing license, I had to get certificate of analysis, and all this jazz, right? So I did that. 
But now the question was, what product would I sell in this industry? Mm -hmm. Well, again, I'm a breakfast guy. So I was like, what if I, what about a muffin, like muffin and coffee, <laughs> you know, what about mm -hmm. an infused muffin? Well, um, Russ, you don't know this part. A lot of people don't know this part. So there was a guy at my gym, I'm not going to mention his name. He was a chef, an edible chef. Mm -hmm. And the first iteration of my muffins, he was a guy baking them for me. I didn't know how to infuse anything. So I paid him to make me a hundred muffins because a buddy of mine had a music show in December. And he said, I need one more vendor. It's going to be a thousand people at this show. And you know, we need another vendor. So I go there. Long story short, in two hours, the muffins were gone. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I got to do this. So January 1st, I launched the business. But I was still using this guy, this catering guy, to make my product. Um, and I don't speak on this too much, but long story short, he kind of was getting jealous that I was selling to a lot of the guys at our gym. And he saw me as competition. So he said, I'm not going to make any more for you. And uh, so I had to figure out how to infuse these muffins myself. And that was the best thing that ever could have happened. <laughs> because what he doesn't understand is it unlocked this rabbit hole of like, how do you make, you know, butter, infused butter, and then so on and so forth. Stay right there, John. Uh, so was, no, go ahead. No, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you finish. And you're going to tell us a little bit how this process evolved for you. We're going to take our first, our first commercial break, but it's really cool. Uh, the muffin company is now a beverage company, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, very exciting, very exciting stuff. We're, we're glad to have you on the show and, uh, and learn more about your story. Uh, this is podcast 149 of the Texas Hip Show. We'll be back. Uh, Dank Edibles, our guest, uh, John Siegler will be back on the other side. Texas Hemp Show. To resist when, baby, I know so well I've got you under my skin I'd sacrifice anything come what might For the sake of Local brand Sweet Sensi, known as the original Texas Rosin Company, presents another year of bringing the hemp industry and the people of Texas together to celebrate all things cannabis at their Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. The Sweet Sensi brand, known as the best true full-spectrum organic gourmet candy manufacturer in Texas, has been selling out the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival for the last two years. This year's festival holds two days of elevated cannabis experiences on November 3rd and 4th downtown East 4th Street at Distribution Hall, showcasing hemp and art vendors from all around the state and features on stage top reggae artists like 10-Foot Ganja Plant, Sister Nancy, Josh Heinrichs with Skillinja, Pacifier, and Austin's own Mau Mau Chaplains. Sponsorships available to companies interested in showcasing their brand to the large audience. Buy your tickets and inquire about sponsorship and vendor spots at TexasHempHarvestFestival.com. You work hard every day to grow the best crops. We work hard to help you boost your yields and cut your costs. Since 1938, we have been pioneers in agricultural testing, helping growers like you. As experts in soil health and plant nutrition, we provide custom fertility recommendations and innovative solutions to your most challenging problems. Plus, our clients always enjoy the benefit of one-on-one -on -one consulting. Don't wait any longer. Call us today. Stop guessing and start testing.
The Texas Hemp Show is brought to you by your friends at CBD Pros USA, your cannabis experts. Right now, you can save 50% off any one product if you mention the Texas Hemp Show. That's right, 50% off anything on the online store menu. Nano tincture, watermelon gummies, our Brio Drip Moisturizing Cream, any single item, 50% off. That's CBD Pros. CBD is present in more significant quantities in hemp than marijuana. And because it's non-psychoactive, CBD is widely regarded as the cannabinoid with the most health potential by researchers. If you'd like to learn more about CBD and our products at CBD Pros, you can read our education page and browse some of our products to learn more. Visit CBDProsUSA.com. That's CBDProsUSA.com. Milan Wellness is a proud sponsor of the Texas Hemp Show and has earned a reputation for creating future-minded CBD and Delta innovations. From broad-spectrum CBD to a wide variety of recreational products, Smilin offers the best experience while matching the needs of consumers across the board. Are you a fan of edibles? The Smilin connection of in-demand hemp-derived goodies are bursting with flavor. Fun to consume, drive long-lasting results, and provide just the right amount of cannabinoid dose. Check out the variety of potent Delta 9 Gushers, Delta 8 Chocolate Malt Balls, Space Rings, and Nerd-like Candy Clusters. Smilin has also unveiled a new line of functional and euphoric mushrooms that provide powerful and pure solutions to nurture the body and elevate the mind. Stay tuned for the biggest launch of the year, Mushroom Life. Go to SmilinWellness.com, S-M-I-L-Y-N-Wellness.com. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Would you like to host the Texas Hemp Show podcast at your business or special event? Now booking live broadcasts from your location with our new demo vehicle, the Texas Green Machine. Email Russell at Texas Hemp Reporter at gmail.com. Now back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. Texas Hemp Show, podcast 149 of the Texas Hemp Show this week. Welcome back. Tomorrow and the next day is the third annual Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. We're going to be out there setting up our booth at noon tomorrow, and then you can come out and say hi to us at 5 o'clock. Now, this is only relevant if I get the show up tonight on YouTube, which I probably will. I'll go ahead and get the shows up immediately so we can get this word out and tell folks to come down there and, and see us. But the uh, bands 
Sister Nancy, Mau Mau Chaplin's headline tomorrow. And um, then Saturday, you have uh, 10-foot ganja plant, Sister Nancy, and Pacifier. But um, looks like Josh Hendricks with Skillinger will open up for, or, or Mau Mau will open up for Skillinger and, and John tomorrow evening. And uh, then uh, 10-foot ganja plant and Pacifier. A lot of people looking to come see them on Saturday. So that should be a lot of fun. That whole, that come out early and uh, ends at nine o'clock on Saturday. So uh, a, kind of an all day event for everyone in the hemp community here in Texas. Third annual Sweet Cincy Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. We'll come down there and say hi, guys. It's going to be a lot of vendors, food, sponsors. Uh, you'll have uh, live music. Uh, come pick up some hemp products and just support the um, the plant in, in, in general, uh, what this amazing plant does during this time of year where everybody's harvesting and uh, should be a lot of fun. This is the third annual, and it's down there at Distribution Hall. If you haven't gotten tickets, um, get pick them up. I, but I believe uh, TexasHempHarvestFestival.com is the website. So uh, good stuff. Check that out, guys. We'll be there tomorrow and Saturday at the third annual Hemp Harvest Festival. All right, let's jump back here and get in with our our buddy John uh, Siegler with uh, Dake Edibles is our guest. And I have uh, some of I have one of the products here is that he's left <laughs> here. This is uh, his uh, sugar. And I'll kind of let him finish this uh, story as, as John was telling us about how he goes from a baker's dozen literally uh, with the, with the, uh, uh, muffins, but this led to you doing other products that kind of goes into this uh, uh, this product a little bit. You want to sh- tell connect the dots here, a little John? Sure. Uh, yeah. So after uh, I did the muffins for about the first three months, so January, February, March, and um, one day I happened to you know be in the sauna again, <laughs> and one of my other homies was. Uh, he said, hey, bro, he's from California. So I'm going to speak exactly how he speaks. He's like, hey, bro, yeah. um, you know it's about to be hot outside, right? You you ever thought about making like a lemonade? And I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah, it's hot outside in Texas. <laughs> Very interesting. And it, mind you, give you a little context about this gentleman. He's not the kind of guy you take serious when he speaks, right? He's that friend. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, here he goes. He's tall, you know. But he says something, I'm like, interesting. So mind you, when I was making muffins, I was making from scratch what's called can of butter, right? Cannabis butter. Mm-hmm. Right. Use it, makes can of butter, and then we put that in the muffins, and that's how you feel the way you feel. Well, I have a I'm doing a beverage now. You can't put butter in a beverage. I mean, you shouldn't. <laughs> not a very <laughs> good know? tasting beverage then that point. Not a good tasting <laughs> beverage at all. And so I was like, okay, well. How would I do this? Like, how do I do, figure this out? And I said, well, I need a sweetener. Well, what if I use honey? What if I make like an infused honey? So okay. I did that. And uh, I made this honey. And like I said, I go to my gym and I give it to the guys. And they're like, oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. So I'm selling to them for like two weeks. And they're using it for their toast, their tea, whatever. Now, when I tried to use the honey to be infused and eliminate, it tasted great but it didn't bind. It didn't stick together. And so for three weeks, I'm struggling. I'm like, how do I figure this out? Well, one day it hit me. I was like, 
you know, what if I made a sugar? How hard would a sugar be to make? And it was uh, much, 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 much harder than I thought. But luckily, my mother's boyfriend is a chemist, PhD chemist. Wow. And so how lucky are you? Uh, <laughs> the pieces just came together for you, the sauna, the, you know, everything. Crazy, crazy. And he, he overheard me talking to my mom about this frustration I had. I was talking to her on the phone. He was like, I, I, I can help you. And so we start working on it. And uh, we made a batch. We made a batch of so our, from scratch, proprietary uh, infused sugar. And uh, now when we made this batch, to be honest with you, I didn't think it worked. So, uh, you know, got an eight ounce glass, made some lemonade, poured some sugar in it, mix it up, drank it. Oh, tastes good. Forgot about it. Went on my laptop, right? Okay. Well, about 30 minutes later, just something hit me on <laughs> my laptop. And I'm like, whoa, what was that? And I'm like, hmm, okay, okay, okay. About 15 minutes after that, it was over. It just it just slapped me in my face. I closed my laptop. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I am too baked right now. <laughs> Went to sleep. And mind just 3.30 in the afternoon, okay? I still have work to do. <laughs> You're I testing out. your product. I am, I am out. You're doing, oh. you're doing testing research. You're yeah. Re yeah. It does count as I'm, work. I'm a, yeah. I'm the guinea pig. Right. But still, <laughs> I was, I was just, I'm used to going out selling, selling, hustling. So, so I woke up about 1030 that night. Heated. I was so upset. Like, Oh my God. But then I remembered that it was the sugar. It worked. And from that moment I texted everybody and I knew I had something. Well, very cool. That's really cool. Uh, THC uh, sugar. I don't know. Do you offer the sugar? Is that something you're going to keep more to yourself, John? Is that uh, um, something you think you'll market down the road? And and what other products do you have lined up for 2024? Sure. So with the sugar, uh, mind you, that's our base ingredient for the lemonades. Mm -hmm. So that's our gold. Uh, even with our co-packer, they produce everything else. We still produce the sugar, you know, here in Texas because uh, for proprietary. Um, now we do plan on selling the sugar in the form of, uh, you know, like a Kool-Aid version. Uh, but that's been pretty hard to figure out. Um, I have a manufacturer, but we're, we're putting it on the shelf right now. We want to get our logistics, uh, tight with a co-packer. We're just eliminates at this moment, but we do have plans on potentially doing like a Kool-Aid version. Um, but seeing that we make sugar, uh, we have a coffee, a Delta 9 cold brew coffee. Ooh, interested. Um, <laughs> we, one dispensary does hold it right now. We've given one dispensary uh, access to it as like a soft launch. We told them we're not trying to push this hard right now. You know, our logistics are still not what we want to be yet with other beverages. But once that's solid, you know, we'll then uh, move to this. But it's, they, they've been pushing it like crazy. Um, it was also this guy's idea. Um, so when I wanted to be a, uh, a supplier for this specific dispensary, I walk in with my lemonade and he asked me, Hey, do you have anything else? And I was like, uh, no. And he was like, dude, you got to come out with a Delta nine cold brew, like a coffee. Yeah. Cold coffee. Like, really? And he was like, dude, I'll sell all that in this store. He said like, now he's asking me this. He asked me this back in July and I was like, okay, okay. I put it in my back pocket because I still was just focused on lemonades, just trying to get that right. Um, but a few weeks ago, 
he was just, he called me twice in a one week. He said, dude, I need that coffee. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to do it. So I spent maybe an hour and a half and I figured it out. Went the next day, gave him a sample. And he was like, yeah, dude, give me a hundred. Nice. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know, and, but yeah, we have a coffee, cold brew coffee. Uh, we're releasing 2024. Actually, we're releasing a soft launch at the end of this month for Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So that's coming up in uh, later, well, but well, January, or you think that'll be out Mm-mm. at the end of this year? No, it'd be out at the end of this month. Oh, yeah, wow. it's soft launch and uh, oh. Thanksgiving. He oh, said, good. "Man, I'm gonna definitely be um, checking your website for that because I am an avid mm-hmm. coffee drinker." <laughs> yeah, what did you had some feedback on your GT chat? Your Chat GPT. Yeah. yeah you, you, I, she, tell, tell John what you did like the, just to get some feel out. I was like, hey, you know, I put in here, um, um, I said, I'm interviewing a business owner of a company who makes a THC infused beverage. Please give me 10 questions to ask him. And it just like starts spitting stuff out. And then sure. I said, thanks. He also makes THC infused sugar. Isn't that cool? And it said, yes, THC infused sugar is indeed an interesting product. And then ChatGPT wants to know um, if there are any specific strains or varieties of cannabis that you use for infusing your sugar. Um, I see it says that it's going to put you right to sleep. So I'm assuming indica. Maybe indica (laughs) or sativa, yeah. That's correct. So with the the lemonades, so here's what we're trying to do here. The lemonades are primarily for nighttime. Mm-hmm. It's primarily for relaxation and sleep. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the funny thing. I didn't know what my value proposition was when I created these lemonades. I had no clue. I thought it was just a cool thing to do. My customers came back and told me one after another after another, dude, I had the best sleep of my life. I, have to, I kept hearing it. And I'm like, really? They're like, yeah. dude, like what? And I was like, you know what? So I drank a whole bottle myself and I'm like, oh my God. Um, so think of the lemonades for nighttime, which is primarily indica-based strains. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, coffee, on the other hand, is going to be a hybrid. Okay. Okay. And, Makes sense. And we, we chose hybrid on purpose because coffee already is an upper, mm-hmm. right? So that's already like, think of it like a sativa. Mm-hmm. So you don't want a sativa with a sativa. Mm-hmm. It's a, that's a lot. You know, you're just very, but we want to- pre-workout. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, it's just, you know, that could be dangerous in some cases, at least in my mind. But if it's a hybrid, you get, and it's uh, indica dominant hybrid, by the way. Mm-hmm. So you still get that sativa, but you get the indica to where you're balanced from the caffeine. So it's like the caffeine's an upper, and the indica kind of mellows you out. So you're productive, you're 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 working, focused, but you're mellow at the same time. It's a great feeling, and it lasts for about six hours. Yeah, I tried the uh, lemonades when you gave them to me, John, and I took them in the evening. I, I they actually stayed in my the big one gave lasted maybe and took three servings or three times that I used it to before I emptied the the larger one is what a twenty ounce bottle, John. Sixteen. Six, sixteen. So I mm-hmm. had I had some of it and because I was kind of I was kind of scared at first, so I kind of eased into it. But by the time I got to feeling the effects of it at late at night, um, by the second or third the second bottle or the third bottle that I drank from you, I actually drank half of it with a gummy product, and it you know it, it knocks me out real you know 
pretty good there. So, and you wake up feeling refreshed as well. So, Correct. I was a little Correct. hesitant because I, because I stick to the CBD smoke and the, uh, the the uh, the Delta Eight uh, pre rolls. I'm kind of I, I stay away from all of the 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 good quality uh, cannabinoids uh, that are. Um, out there from our friend Adam Raposa, <laughs> uh, unlike my co-host Rachel, uh, loves that stuff. Yeah, I'm a customer for life. What's his website? Um, ATXBudTenders.com. Yeah, ATXBudTenders.com. A, a plug for our friend uh, Adam Raposa over there. But I can't smoke that crazy stuff anymore, so I kind of keep it to the D8s. Um, or CBDs even. So I really eased myself into the dank lemonades mm -hmm. because it's dank lemonade. You yeah. Know? So you don't know what you're really. But John assured me that he said, Russell, if you just take this at night, you'll you'll probably, you know, you'll probably enjoy it as you're getting ready for bed. So it took a couple of times and I did that. But uh, that's good to know, John. You're excited for this coffee. Uh, and people can people like Rachel or mm -hmm. my son. Or there's a lot. My my wife. She's a big coffee person. So uh, there's just a whole new monster of of opportunities for you with the coffee side because uh, there are a number of stores, Rachel in Austin, that sell CBD products that also have coffee. Mm -hmm. And I know our friend over at Radix. Uh, oh, from yeah. Radix, yeah. I think mm -hmm. Radix would 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 love to have this product from John in their coffee stores oh, yeah. as well. It, it, that just seems like that would make sense. So there's quite a few yeah. coffee shop type places uh, that this product should do well for you at John. Thank you, thank you. You know, um, and we just take our time. Like I'm just big on the first thing we always test is flavor. Um, you'd be surprised how many edible products and even beverage products in the market, they don't taste good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's just crazy to me. I was just shocked. Like, like, have they tried this before they sold it? That's insane <laughs> to me. But it, it's just, oh man, I can't believe it. I'm like, wow. Um, so number one, we focus on taste. It has to taste good. Uh, and then number two, we focus on potency in a way to where it, it's, a, it's the perfect feeling. Um, I'm sure you guys could attest to this. We've all had, uh, you know, edibles product where that was probably too strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, to the point where you're like, I don't like this. You know, <laughs> this isn't good. You know, so we spent a lot of time at the beginning on, well, number one, in Texas, there's a legal limit. But then even that, it's just, I, I just spent a lot of time on what's the best feeling I get. And I came up with this mathematical formula where if we use this amount, you get this perfect, nice, relaxed body high. Like it's just the best feeling in the world. And um, we just stick, we just go by that and try to stay consistent with every product that we do, whether it's the lemonade, the coffee, you're going to get that same thing across the board. Nice. You know, I love your story that you um, were like boots on the ground, knocking on doors, trying to spread the word about mm -hmm. your product. And I really have to say like your website, your branding, like everything just looks so professional. Like I wouldn't, I would think that you started this with like a lot of capital. So congrats mm -hmm. to that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And I did the website myself. That's nice. I <laughs> well, love that, it. Doesn't hurt having that background, Thanks. that I that that uh, that IT background. Mm -hmm. uh, you said you Correct. mentioned that earlier in the show. Infused That's lemonades right. for deep sleep. What will you call the coffees? What will be your slogan for the for the upper side of uh, of, of the products that give you a little more of an uplift? I'm not sure. I, I love <laughs> when people give me ideas. So like I have ideas, but like, again, the lemonade wasn't my idea. 
the coffee wasn't my idea. I just executed on the idea someone gave me. So even the slogan of the company now, more than a drink, that wasn't my idea. The guy that I, <laughs> um, he was like, do you should do more than a drink? And I'm like, let me sleep on that. And the next but, day I'm like, dude, that sounds good. I'm going to go with it. Well, I went I, to the USPTO.gov first. Can, make I make, sure can I make a recommendation? Can I make a suggestion, John? Yeah. You should have all those guys come over and hang out and y'all drink a bunch of lim dim lemonades at your house uh, and, and then come up with a slogan for the coffee. Matter of fact, I may do that, man. <laughs> I just may do that. <laughs> well, stay right there. We're uh, going to take a, we're going to take a commercial break, last one, and then we'll come back and let you give us uh, details of what you got coming up for the fall and and fire off Perfect. the website and all that and let folks learn how they can order the products. It's Dank uh, Edibles. And uh, we'll talk more with John on the other side. Great story. Texas Hip Show. We'll be right back. Shot full of hope. Smokestack lightning. Pounding in my Whatever. Who do you do? The black magic you use. Hemp-derived cannabinoids such as Delta 8 and others are once again under threat in the Texas legislature. But Hometown Hero, a supporter of the Texas Hemp Show, is leading the fight to keep these products legal and available for adults 21 and older in the Lone Star State. Based in Austin, Hometown Hero is known for its specialty hemp-derived products, which have garnered recognition from High Times Magazine and have earned over 3,000 five-star reviews and counting. With their gummies, cereal bars, sour belts, and more, Hometown Hero offers new and novel experiences while donating to nonprofits helping U.S. veterans in need. If you're curious to try premium hemp products from the people leading the fight for hemp in Texas, you can get a 20% discount on all Hometown Hero products by using code THR20 at hometownherocbd.com. That's code THR20 at hometownherocbd.com. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Would you like to host the Texas Hemp Show podcast at your business or special event? Now booking live broadcast from your location with our new demo vehicle, the Texas Green Machine. Email russell at texashempreporter at gmail.com. Now back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. Welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show, podcast number 149 this week as we are on the eve of the third annual Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. Should be a lot of fun. We're going to be going out there uh, this week, uh, starting tomorrow and uh, setting up and, and getting out there, but definitely going to be a lot of fun. If you've got, we hope you've already got your ticket because we were just talking off air, uh, Rachel, that 
I think it's sold out. I'm not sure if you can get tickets or not. I know they sold out last year. So mm-hmm. um, if you can get a ticket, go to TexasHempHarvestFestival.com and check check out the website. Maybe you can still get tickets. Um, but, uh, yeah, come on out there and, and come see us. Come say hi. Distribution Hall down on, uh, where is that, 4th Street? Uh, downtown Austin, 1500 East 4th Street is Distribution Hall. And that's going to be tomorrow at, from noon to 5 p.m. on um, on Friday. And then again all day Saturday from noon to 9 p.m. So that should be a lot of fun. And I was wondering if our guest, uh, John Sigler from uh, Dank Edibles, is going to be at the event. I didn't know if you planned on attending something like that or maybe come out there Saturday, John. I uh, wasn't sure if you were planning on coming out there, but it ought to be a good, good time and might be a good place for you to mingle and, and do some networking as well. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I plan on coming down Saturday uh, for about an hour or so and just, you know, network with some people and, you know, see what people are working on, uh, see what you guys are working on. Yeah, uh, just... I won't be a vendor or anything like that. I'm just, just busy, but, uh, but yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, you ch- get a chance to come down there and and uh, maybe uh, – Maybe give a give some product away if you have any to give away. That sure. might be a good move. Sure. Just 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 suggesting, but it'd be good to see you uh, down there this weekend. But we're all excited about this as we've been promoting it for the last couple months. So finally, the the night is here on us, and we're gonna get a chance to go down there and get get this thing going and see some some great reggae music this weekend. But John, tell folks how they can make an order, and learn more about. Uh, getting the coffee this fall or winter as the weather cools and and then continue to to see the uh, lemonades expand as well how do folks get in touch with you and and get an order in and and uh what do you have projected or slated for you know this winter yeah um i keep it simple you know if you want to get an order uh via online just go to www.dankdankk.co it's real simple. Um, or you can stop at one of the stores closest to you. Uh, primarily, we're in North Austin right now. Um, I have a list of those stores on the site really soon that you can just walk in and check them out. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, and I try to get, I try to drive traffic to the stores, to be honest with you. Um, you know, they have distribution and it's a great partnership. So that way everyone eats. Yeah, that's... And logistically, it's easier versus if you try to order it for me and me doing all the shipping and all that. I kind of rather them uh, handle it. Yeah, you're doing a lot of the wholesale side, and and you know encourage your, your retailer product your product to be you know picked up through the retailers. But um, Row Piece has them in North Austin, so check them out at Row Piece. Wizard Hat, I believe there were several others you mentioned. Um, Pinnacle Essentials. Pinnacle Essentials in Leander, I believe, or Cedar Park area. Um, mm-hmm. Endo, Endo Dispensary on Palmer. You live on Palmer, like near Tech Ridge, mm-hmm. like Palmer area. Uh-huh. Uh, Endo, yeah. So, and a few more. Uh, Knucklehead, Smoke and Brew. It's a few. I'm just not, I just don't have my list in front of me. Yeah. I'm missing like five of them. Well, you know, we, uh, we did something new where we added the list of locations that the magazine is in in the back few pages recently, and people said they really like that, that, that that's something that people really dig, having the, the, the list of the stores, you know, John. So I think that's a great idea to add that to your site as, uh, you know, as you got them get those growing and, and getting those um, those stores and retailers picking up. When is that uh, – is that wholesale deal going through in by January for the 300 stores? I, I, I heard you talk about that earlier. Oh, the wholesale deal is, 
already got the green light for the wholesale deal. Now he's just ready for product to be delivered to his warehouse. Oh, and Mike, well, that's fantastic. And uh, Carl was wanting me to point out that one of our sponsors is J Hart CBD, and she also carries those for you too, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, J Hart. That's why I said North Austin, but J Hart's more like, what'd you say, kind of going towards Cedar campus, uh, North Lamar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, she's got uh, one on Justin and North Lamar, and then she's off Baghdad, Cedar Park. Baghdad and Cedar yeah. Park over there as well. So, J Hart CBD. A lot of folks know Connie over there at J Hart, and so you can try. Uh, the dank uh, lemonades winning. John won first place in the uh, beverage category for our THC challenge back this summer, and kind of, kind of one of the probably the most newest product, and then came in first place on that. So that's just a great story. Uh, really happy for you on there, John. And and uh, and anything else did you miss? You anything else you want to plug before we we part ways this evening? Uh, no, just you know. People already from this uh, podcast, people, you know, know what Dink does. Uh, just keep it simple. If you're someone who just wants to relax and, you know, consume cannabis in a more natural way, in a, in a more discreet way, low key, uh, I prefer the beverage. And by the way, it's great if you want to mix it with a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> Right, it probably so, makes a good it, mix for some other yeah, things. Yeah, like Sprite or something if you didn't want to go all out. and you Yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's actually what I did when I first tried it, John, is I uh, mixed, uh, I think, some Sprite or ginger ale with mm -hmm. my first batch of it because I was a little scared. And uh, But once a while, once I started trying it and getting really enjoying the taste of it, um, uh, I wasn't afraid to drink, mm -hmm. you know, a, a good glass full of it uh, as well. And I didn't I didn't need to mix it anymore either. But I'm, I'm sure it mixes well with anything. Sprite would be mm -hmm. good, too, any of the lemonades as well. But um, good stuff, John. Thanks, man, for being a part of the show. I hope to see you out there this weekend. You will have a new display ad uh, promoting uh, the Dank brands in the December issue. So we'll look forward to seeing that coming out here for Christmas. And uh, we wish you and your family uh, uh, you know, a happy uh, Thanksgiving coming up here later this month, John. Appreciate you being on the show this week. Russell, thanks for having me, man. It's you... always a pleasure, my guy. Always <laughs> a pleasure. Well, you're always welcome to stop by here anytime. And I have a cooler over here. It holds not a cold beverages, so uh, uh, anytime you want to come by, you, you don't don't you be shy. We like dank, we like the dank lemonades over here at the Texas Hemp Reporter and the Texas Hemp Show. Not a problem, I got you. Not All right, all right, there he goes, our guest John Siegler this week on podcast 149 of the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell. She's Rachel. What do you think about? Can you come over there tomorrow, or are you thinking you're going to come down there Saturday? Um, I'll probably come both days. And I was looking at the website right now. They still have tickets for oh, sale. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So you can still get your tickets. Mm -hmm. TexasHempHarvestFestival.com. Uh, I'm looking up their, their ad in the magazine here just to make sure I cover this a little more. Yeah, so they got tickets. It says at the bottom of the Eventbrite Eventbrite page, it says ticket sells in soon. So oh wow, the okay. sooner the better. Well, I just know that from last year, what they said that the venue has a limited amount of space, and so the fire marshal needs to make sure mm -hmm. a certain amount of people are there. And you know, if there's not, if they're not full, you can still come in. So. Uh, but they're expecting this event to continue to grow. I think Greg and Tracy was telling us last week on the show that 
There's some exciting things they want to unveil for next year. This may be an outdoor event next year at a bigger venue. Oh, okay. A much bigger venue. So we'll see as the music continues to get better for the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival every year. And um, so do the expectations of that crowd there at Sweet Cincy. So good stuff. Y'all come down there and say hi to us tomorrow and Saturday. We have a booth right near the stage and also right near the VIP. <laughs> so come say hi. <laughs> this has been a great show. Thanks to John for coming on. Check him out at dank, D-A-N-K-K dot C-O as my guest's website. Get some of those lemonades and try them out around town. Great show this week. Thank you, Rachel and John, and to my producer, Carl. Good show this week, guys. We'll see you down there at the third annual Texas Hemp Harvest Festival this weekend. Take care, guys.